Welcome to Coffee with Christy, featuring your host, Christy Dryling. Do you need a little drive to achieve your goals? Are you this close to taking your business to the next level? Maybe you are just about where you need to be, but could use some help. Christy and her guests are ready to take you there. It's going to be a fun ride. Now, here's Christy Dryling. Well, good morning, everyone. I hope you have your coffee in hand and you are ready to get some fuel for your day. This is Christy, and I am so excited about our guest speakers for today. Uh, This particular friend of mine, his name's David Meltzer. Some of you may or may not know him, but what a delight it's going to be for you to get uh, your cup full of goodness today. And that's really what he's all about. He was at the top of his game in the business world as CEO to sports super agent Lee Steinberg. He played, um, well, he didn't play, but in the film, Tom Cruise played um, in Jerry Maguire. He worked alongside Hall of Fame quarterback Warren Moon and lectured all around the globe, but something was missing for him. And the multimillionaire went on a rapid downward spiral that ended in bankruptcy. It was only then that David realized that in order to revive and thrive, He needed to blend spirituality with business. The result of his transformation is truly remarkable, and he has many, many successful ventures around the world, including Sports One Marketing. He's the chief executive officer there, and um, I'll tell you, he has a a bio that uh, can go for miles, quite frankly, but more importantly, he has a heart of gold. And I had the opportunity to meet David a couple of years ago through a great friend of ours. And I will tell you, I've met so many people in my life that that have great content and they've made a big difference in the world. But what inspires me most about David as a mentor to myself is he has really uh, went from the penthouse to the outhouse back to the penthouse again. And he is so kind and he is such a good soul and he really has stripped that ego away which makes him a dominating force for doing such amazing conscious work in the world and I believe everyone out there who is looking for someone to follow or to be mentored by, he is the man. And uh, his book, Connected to Goodness, is a national bestseller, and it's just one of the many things he's doing. But I'm so excited to have you on the show today, my dear friend, David. Hello. I'm gushing. Thank you so much. (laughs) Wow. How am I going to live up to that over the next 30 minutes? That's incredible. Thank you. How are you? Well, yeah, I'm great. You know, it's Monday. I, I love Mondays. You know, David, I don't know if there was ever a time in your life when you dreaded getting up and starting your work day. Uh, but I, I look forward to this time with my guest and, and, and mainly because I know it's filling the listeners up with so much goodness and it's such soul food. And you are such this bright light that is literally focused on just evolving um, any person that you come in contact with. You show them a different way, a higher state, a higher place to evolve into. And the belief that you have in others is such, it's so magnetic and it transfers on to every person that then that, that they then connect with. So I would love for you to share with the audience um, a little bit about your story and and tell us what brought you to where you are today. Sure. Uh, I, you know, started, you know, growing up with a single mom and six kids. So like you, 
uh, you know, had my challenges at a young age. We had five boys and one girl. And my mom uh, was an extraordinary woman who believed in empowering us. Uh, you know, one of the tools that she used, I always tease her that she looks like your typical Jewish mom, but she's a third degree black belt in the martial arts. And everyone looks at her and says, how the heck is she in the martial arts? And I say, well, of Jewish guilt. So she uh, <laughs> put a lot of pressure on us to be successful. Uh, my siblings all have done tremendously well, especially academically, going to Harvard, Penn, Columbia. And I really went a different path. I wanted to be rich. And the reason I wanted to be rich was that only pain in my life, I grew up so happy, was when I saw my mom crying because she couldn't afford to, to buy, uh, you know, fix the car, or buy us something, or send us to camp. And so I thought that happiness was related to you know, making my mom happy, which would be to make a lot of money. Uh, and so I started my career wanting to be a football player, uh, being five, seven and 150 pounds. That really didn't work out for me. I did play college football. And once Christian Okoye uh, ran me over after my freshman year, I decided I'd be a doctor. I then went to my brother who was in med school and found out that you had to be in hospitals to be a doctor. He gave me a great piece of advice saying, you know, you have to be more interested than interesting. <laughs> uh, which I've held on to the rest of my life because uh, as, you know, CEO of Lee Steinberg, so many kids have asked me, you know, you know, oh, I want your job. I want to be a sports agent. And I think of myself when I was 18, how little I knew about being a doctor. Like I didn't even know you had to be in a hospital to be a doctor, even though I wanted to be a pediatrician. Here are these young kids who want to be sports agents and they know about as much about being a sports agent as I did about being a doctor. In fact, some of them even call me Mr. McGuire sometimes. And I know Chrissy, you, you have given me compliments that I'm at least cute, but I'm no Tom Cruise, that's for sure. So. <laughs> um, moving forward from there, I, I had a crucial choice. I went to law school uh, when I couldn't be a doctor, and I had a crucial choice to be a real lawyer, an oil gas litigator, or to get involved in the Internet. And my mom actually gave me advice and told me I should be a real lawyer because the Internet was going to be a fad. Uh, she actually said that. And I learned wow. a valuable lesson there that just because somebody loves you doesn't mean they give you good advice. In fact, a lot of times we take that advice and resent the people closest to us for giving us advice about things they don't know about. Uh, but blessed that I was, I took the job in the internet, ended up the CEO of uh, the first smartphone division of Samsung called PCE phone, uh, retired in my thirties. And that's where my real story began. I lost the gratitude, the empathy or forgiveness, the accountability and, effective communication that my mom had instilled in me to become so fulfilled and purposeful and happy. And uh, I ended up losing everything, as my short bio said. And uh, my wife saved my life by telling me to go back and outline those. And uh, I went back and, you know, looked at those four things and started living my life by those four things and met Lee Steinberg, the famous sports agent, most notable sports agent in the world. And within 24 hours, he hired me as his chief operating officer. And within six months, I was now CEO, the most notable sports agency. That's where I met Warren Moon. And uh, Warren and I, seven years ago, spun off our own marketing company specifically to make a lot of money so we can help a lot of people and have a lot of fun. So we bring all the inner, inner circle, the celebrities, athletes, entertainers, media, high net wealth individuals around the biggest uh, sporting events and charitable events in the world from the Super Bowl, Pro Bowl, Masters, Kentucky Derby, Breeders' Cup to award shows like this week, the ESPYs, 
the Emmys, the Oscars, the Grammys, film festivals, Sun, Tribeca, Cannes, Newport Beach, and then about 5,700 charitable galas and golf tournaments where we bring the right people, sponsorship activation, all the right people to elevate the awareness and profile of those types of brands and events for charitable purposes so that we can help more people, create better karma, give back to our communities, create a legacy of being kind and helping others. Wow. (laughs) Well, I will tell you, I know those listening right now, uh, I have to say they probably feel a little bit of relief uh, hearing about your story dropping from that you know, from that penthouse to the outhouse and then getting back up there again. And a lot of people, when they're going through those struggles, they think to themselves, well, I'm the only one going through this. I mean, you know, and and the self-talk begins to just spiral downward negatively. I know for myself, I I wound up getting, you know, I I went through the same process. I had $250,000 in tax debt. And I, I literally, for a year, I was in this depression and this funk and I didn't know how to get out. And I felt like I was such a horrible person and leader and, and, uh, you know, I, I know what I did to move myself out of that and to come out on the other side, but share with us, what was that first step for you? What did it look like for you and how did it feel? Like how, what kind of mind shift did you need to make in order to navigate through those muddy waters? Yeah, you know, I, I had, my wife will tell you too, I had one day of depression after my wife kicked my butt and told me to go back and outline who I was, what I wanted to become, and the, the character values and principles that I live by. You know, I had one day of depression. You know, I had three daughters at the time. I'd lost more money than I ever dreamed of making. I had everything that I ever desired. And I sat in bed depressed, and all of a sudden, you know, I realized how blessed I was and that these values of gratitude, which gave me the perspective that everything that had happened in my past was wonderful and that the present was even better and my future was even brighter. And I lied there telling myself, you know, if I can look up, I can get up. And that I was born with nothing. I knew nobody. I had all these challenges of a single mom with no money in a small apartment in Akron, Ohio. And here I was in Rancho Santa Fe and, you know, it wasn't over. And, and so I literally took a major shift and, and I, you know, started listening to Wayne Dyer. Um, I met some guys doing the movie The Secret, and I started surrounding myself with the right people and the wrong ideas. My first step was, you know, to get up and to take action, but my second was was to divorce myself of all the energies I didn't want around me. So I mm-hmm. actually fired friends, I fired family, and I, I went out and, and made a very hard line about that I was only going to surround myself with the right people and the right ideas. I was going to read the right books. I was going to listen to the right podcast. I was going to surround myself with people that were greater than me. I shifted my energy uh, into one that I did not have to be superior. I had no need to be offended, no need to be right. All of the different needs of the ego I became aware of. And I made a major shift. And that first step was to get up. And the second was to surround myself with the right people and the right ideas. Mm, I love that. You know, I ha- I couldn't agree more. That is definitely, I know in my journey, I just, 
I learned from one of my other mentors who said, Christy, never take advice from people that are more messed up than you. And, <laughs> and awesome. right. And it, when I started applying that in my own life, it really drastically changed everything. And the, the same mentor also had told me that, uh, you know, when you came into this world, you beat about out about two million other sperm. Okay, so you're like the Iron Man <laughs> of sperm. So who the heck Can do you think that? you are? Right? Well, that's a great name of a book. That's a great name of a book. <laughs> Iron Man of. I have two names of books. I have Iron Man of sperm, and then also every penis has the same IQ. Those are my two choices right now. <laughs> there we go. I, I think you're going to go into a very interesting profession of readers there. That'll be great. Well, you know, it's all about having fun, and that's what I see. I watch uh, how you, your team uh, that, that works around you, you're constantly being the example that you preach about and you teach about. And and, and I, on, I came, when I came out to Irvine, I, I visited you at your amazing office and the energy was magnetic and I witnessed you in action and I and, I'll, and I would just want to tell the listeners here I've never seen this before in someone who's an executive for a major corporation but he had all of his employees outside on the lawn they had food for everyone they were sitting out they were in lawn chairs and he just came speaking into them it was almost as though something was moving through him into their hearts and and the excitement that the employees showed to sh- to to literally show up in their work and the ideas you have I am grateful that you went through what you went through so that we could get this part of you. And thank God for your wife who stood by your side and loved you through it. What a woman she is uh, to to really just tell you, hey, you've got more great shit to do in the world. So, yeah. you know, uh, what is next for you? Do you have what 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 makes you come alive? What makes you jump out of bed and get super excited about what you're doing in the world? You know, the biggest blessing I have, like you, Christy, and I know you share this with me, is I'm one of the few individuals in the whole world that I rush to work every day, but I also rush home from work. And it's mm-hmm. a very interesting nuance that there's very few people with that balance that I'm just so excited to get to work, but by the end of the day or an end of a business trip, there's nobody more excited to leave work and to go home and, sh- and share my time there as well. And what what holds you know my future is to inspire others or empower others to empower others to be happy. You know all of the minutia, the mission, the you know the micro missions as I call them in my life. The, you know I have my mission equations and everything's mission driven. But the true purpose is to be happy, and I believe that if I can empower other people not only to be happy themselves, but teach them how simple it is to be happy and empower other people to be happy. You know, the hundred people that I can reach can now reach at their hundred, which then reaches their hundred, which then reaches their hundred. And we can create a collective belief and shift in energy of that collective belief of not only your own company, but your city, your state, your country, and even the world to be happy. Because if everyone is happy, there is no scarcity, which means there's no disease, there's no destruction, and there's no, you know, nothing but abundance and kindness. And, you know, it's so silly, but there's such a simple solution to, to all of our problems, and it's kindness. 
and it's a perspective kind, a perspective kindness. And I try to empower people. It's funny because I'm in this scarce industry of sports, <laughs> sports mm-hmm. and entertainment, probably the most scarce industry there is. But yet, I take an abundant, kind attitude towards it. You know, in fact, I have my Monday morning meeting after this where I bring in all my employees, and I have a new thing that I do where we take 30 seconds for each employee to go around and tell me the biggest mistake they made the previous week that affected our business and share it with everyone proudly. And then I give a big bonus, a cash bonus, to whoever made the biggest mistake. And Mm -hmm. so it's changed my business because people feel comfortable being in the learning zone, making mistakes, and then the situational knowledge that we get from each other as a whole, knowing that we all make mistakes, we're all human, but we're so kind to each other. And that's what makes the difference in our business, our city, our state, and hopefully our nation is to create that kindness and empower others to be happy and to empower other people to be happy. Wow. I, I know there's a lot of parents out there listening to that are that are relating that to uh, you know being a parent and and whether you're a teacher, a parent, a coach, a leader, an executive, it's okay to fail. And I think we do have this disease in society where uh, we have really uh, punished people for failure, and that is why I think people lack the creative sharing the creative genius and we need more people like you leading that path saying it's okay to fail it's okay actually <laughs> i mean who was it uh was it thomas edison that failed over i don't know what was it like 1500 times uh, something amazing like that before he actually got it right i mean so i know people have this belief about success and they believe that it's got all got to be perfect and you've proven that um you're going to fail a bit it's how you get back up it's 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 not what happens to you it's it's how you receive what happens to you and how you act on what happens to you and i love that you're out there in the world acting as a lighthouse acting as that north star for others that may not be as in that conscious state that you're in right now and being a vessel for that love and light and even more importantly i love that you're a man doing it because when i hear a man i mean women we i think we naturally have a tendency to speak about love and kindness and compassion but uh, you know having three boys i see that you know there's still this generation of thinking that men have to be this tough executive type guy that doesn't, you know, show his feelings. And we know that the world needs people like you. So excited to have you on. Guys, listen, we got to take a break. I don't want this to end. I know you don't either, but uh, we're going to be back uh, after the commercial break and we're going to find out more about how you can connect to your own goodness in life. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. 
These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Are you ready for provocative discussions with some of today's most powerful movers and shakers? Tune in to The Art of Significance, featuring Dan Clark, the modern-day Napoleon Hill, who interviews the wealthiest, most successful celebrities and business leaders on the planet who are using their influence to change the world. From authors to entertainers, sports figures, educators to military leaders, Dan covers multiple topics. Tune in every Tuesday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Influencers Channel. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to Coffee with Christy. We'd love to hear from you today with your questions and comments. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. If you'd rather ask or comment by email, send them to christydryling at att.net. Now, Back to Coffee with Christy. And we're back. I hope you filled up your coffee and you're ready for some goodness. So we've been speaking with David Meltzer, my incredible mentor and great friend. And I'll tell you, I I literally um, have never had a coach in my 15 years of being an entrepreneur until I met this incredible man. So that tells you right there uh, that he is a man that I hold in a very high regard. But, you know, David, a lot of people hear what you're saying. They they can connect with you. They can hear the truth in what you're, what you're sharing with all of us. But a lot of them are thinking, well, that's great, but I don't even know. I don't know where to start. I don't know how to, to, to really start sh- shifting my life. Can you give some examples of how they could start making a shift for the better? Yeah. So, you know, one of the, and and I've actually coached with you this, but one of the things I use is looking at the reasons I want to do something, the impact it has on my life and what capabilities do I have, want or need. And I've been able to do that with our business and get really focused in on, you know, one, how do I give to people? And so I created a digital platform called the Aggregated Marketing Platform that allows companies and people and events to not only make money, but it has a charitable component by giving gifts, incentivizing people to come to events, engaging them and incentivizing them at events, and then showing appreciation and giving them gifts for, for, for leaving events as an appreciation I've created a platform of giving, and the coolest thing is not only is there, you know, this title sponsorship that makes money, but an aggregate of 15 other gifts that you get no matter what the event is, the smallest events in the world, like a tiny golf tournament, all the way up to the Super Bowl, the biggest events in the world, we do it for. And it allows us not only to have contests and fun and engagement, but the final component is a pay-it-forward component that says if you appreciate all the gifts that are given to you, then pay it forward and donate to whatever cause or purpose is related to that event. And so we actually just won, which I thought was amazing. The American Business Association gave us the gold uh, Stevie Award for the best mobile and web app in sports and entertainment. So I thought it was pretty cool that after 
in a very scarce industry that we've been recognized by the American Business Association with really a charitable giving platform as the best web and mobile app in sports. And so, uh, you know, that's a huge win. And then the other side is I created a media company to build a huge channel so that these ideas can be shared. So we have uh, S1 Media, which shifted, I call it bit video. We go out and capture all of these inspiring things from interviews to speeches to events, all with charity in mind, and we edit them the very next day and put them out there um, for everyone to share, to inspire and empower them, and it makes money, it helps people, and it has fun, but it's a great tool. We work with the Rose Bowl Legacy, we work with charities, we work with big events, uh, all kinds of great inspirational speakers, and what it does, though, is people want things in bit sizes, so I looked at the reasons that I wanted to do things, which is to empower others, to empower others, be happy. The impact I want to have is to create happiness around the world, a collective belief. And then I looked at the capabilities, which was my sponsorship and activation, relationship capital, situational knowledge. And then the video side, I bought a media company and I either bought or got the information of what I want, needed, or or had in order to effectuate pragmatically exactly what I desired. And that's the whole idea of taking your thought and making it inspired or, or enthusiastic about your thought. It becomes a probability and then taking specific action to make it your reality. Oh, beautiful. Well, I, I absolutely am following you and all the great work that you're doing in the world. And I know that you've got quite a few fo- more followers now after listening to this this morning. And you are spreading happiness and you're creating happiness and karma, great karma is chasing you like no other. Uh, just because, you know, you've got the formula to success, right? The formula to, to live. And, and honestly, guys, success is not what we're attaining, as you all know. It's truly what we get, the legacy of love that we get to leave behind. And, and you know, I've shared with many of you before that, you know, when those days come, when that day comes and you're sitting in your rocking chair, you don't want to have any rocking chair regrets. And the rocking chair regret that, that, that is like looking back at your life and saying, God, you know, I should have done more. I could have given more. I could have loved more. I could have said sorry and I could have asked for forgiveness, but I didn't. And now it's time to go. It's too late. It's not too late. It's not too late to become everything you've wanted to be. And um, we're so excited uh, that we have people like you in our lives that we get to be mentored by and led. You're leading in the forefront. You are a great human doing great shit, David. So how can people get in touch with you and follow you more? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I have DaveMeltzer.com, D-A-V-E, or you can go to at DaveMeltzer or Dave Meltzer on my Facebook. Um, so pretty much Dave Meltzer will get you there, uh, D-A-V-E-M-E-L-T-Z-E-R. And I do you know, want to tell everyone, you know, it's not about success. It's, it's truly to me, uh, and happiness is defined uh, as the enjoyment of the pursuit of your potential, the enjoyment of the pursuit of your truth. And, and that is truly happiness. And so no matter where you are at the top or the bottom, whatever you perceive your place to be, success is found through happiness, which is the enjoyment of the pursuit of your potential and truth. And just enjoy it every day and feel so blessed with gratitude, empathy, accountability, and effective communication. Mm. And on that note, we will say goodbye. We love you, David. You are incredible. And if you want to hear more uh, with about all the great stuff that David's doing in the world, make sure you go check him out at DaveMeltzer.com. And, uh, of course, Sports One Marketing is their firm. And uh, 
David, thank you, and we'll catch you later, buddy. Awesome. I really look forward to it. Thank you so much. Bye, sweetie. Uh, Our next guest speaker is Anna Gaspari. She is a mother of three, a stepmother to a beautiful 27-year-old girl, wife of 18 years. She's a lover of things, coffee, and spirituality. She became a certified spiritual life coach almost a decade ago. She went to the top of her MLM company within 26 months in 2013. She's trademarked the spiritual grind, and she loves making a difference in people's lives, entrepreneurs and spiritual goers all over the world. Anna, welcome to our show. Hi, Christy. Hi, beautiful. Are you grinding Uh, it spiritually this morning? I am so grinding it. I have a beef with David, though. He stole all my material. (laughs) What a guy. What a guy. There's a lot of... uh, parallels here you know a lot of it's it's interesting we hear a lot of the same stuff on the show but I think uh, that's what makes it so powerful and effective it just reiterates what what it really means to be a great human in this world and uh, and we're glad to have you on the shows thank you thank you yeah he was amazing my mouth was just like oh my gosh thank god for people like him. And thank you, Christy, for what you're doing. This is amazing. I'm so excited to speak with you today. Well, and you know, you are amazing. And I I wanted you to be a guest on the show because I've watched you in action. And there's a lot of people out there that, um, you know, they want to be a, you know, we all are leaders. Face it, we're all leaders, whether we're a mom Mm -hmm. or a, Mm -hmm. a a dad or a wife or, you know, whatever it might be in our careers. But you are really someone that really walks your talk. And that's important to me when, I, when I'm when i watching, um, you know, all of, you know, social media. You see them everywhere. You see people selling this and this and that. and But then they're one way, okay, behind closed doors. And you see, you see the differences here. And I, and what I love about you is that you really are who you are. Period. And you're just a great human. So tell us who Anna is, and um, you know what brought you to this place of being a, a person that helps people, to you know, really elevate in their spiritual transformation. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. That was beautiful. Um, I grew up, you know, very humbled beginnings. My parents were from Italy, so they were immigrants of Italy, and, you know, we came to New Jersey, and um, I basically, you know, my really, my big, big moment in my life was I was 18 years old. I was about to graduate high school, and my father said to me, well, this is one of my moments, and he said to me, you know, you're going to come and work for me. And he was a barber, Christy. He was a barber. He had a barber shop. And I was a cute girl. I was 18 years old. I wanted to go to college. I wanted to be a doctor, actually. That's what I really wanted. But, you know, back then, I, we weren't really allowed to talk about our dreams. That wasn't something that my family sat around the kitchen table and talked about. It was about working really hard and hustling and my parents were amazing, amazing people, you know, but they grew up just coming here, just wanting to survive and leave a country that was, you know, at the time, very poor. And they wanted to come here for the the great American dream. So I wanted to be a doctor and that was an unspoken dream of mine. 
And I sat there on the floor in my living room, and I'll never forget that moment. And my father saw the talent in me because I started cutting hair at 10 years old. And I did go to, you know, polytech at our school. And so I graduated high school with a trade. And my father told me, you can always make money with a trade. But what he didn't tell me was, you know, that there was no option for me to go to college. And not back then, I didn't know any other way. So I went to the barbershop and I worked with my dad for eight and a half years. And for eight and a half years, I was miserable I was miserable and I was in silence and I, there was a lot of parallels that I saw of myself with my mother and my mother was, you know, very soft-spoken and didn't, you know, really didn't, um, she was a homemaker and her job was to keep us safe and alive, you know, <laughs> safe and alive. And so a lot of my emotional dependency needs, obviously, you know, were very unmet. Um, and for anybody who has parents from, uh, you know, another country, that was very common back in the 70s. So I worked for my dad for eight and a half years. I was really unhappy. And finally, I got the courage to leave and telling him that I wanted to leave and I didn't want to fulfill his dream, which, which was to take over the barbershop and all of that stuff. That was one of the hardest moments of my life um, to tell my father I wasn't happy. And so long story short, I wound up meeting my husband and we wound up getting married. We dated for eight and a half years. That seems to be a popular number with me. We dated for eight and a half years. We got married when I was 30. And we built our dream home. We had two kids at the time. We built our dream home. And about a year into living in our dream home, um, I realized quickly that we couldn't afford it. And I was working from home, cutting hair. And my husband's a New Jersey state trooper, so very modest income. I was about making $30,000, you know, a year. And I felt so much shame and guilt. I became very depressed because here I, you know, it took two years to build my home, you know, my house and everything I put on the line for this house. And we move in and we moved in in the big short, right? 2006, the market crash, all of that stuff. And I became very depressed and I couldn't stop crying. And that really scared me because my mother, I watched my mother be depressed my whole life. And as a little girl, I watched her cry a lot on the couch. And I just grew up very, at 18 years old, I decided to live a holistic life. And so for me, uh, that depression really scared me. Not having control over my feelings really, really scared me. So... It was a moment where I was crying and I was talking to somebody on the phone and I had said to them, um, I don't know what to do. I think I'm going to have to sell my house. We were not even a year in. Actually, we were six months in the house. And everything, I, I was standing there and I said, all of that for this, this is what I wanted. I gave up everything and I felt so much shame and guilt. Like, did I try to keep up with the Joneses? Was I, was I greedy? Did I want too much? And the person I was talking to said, well, be careful what you wish for. And I remember getting off the phone and I got an inch taller 
and I wiped my tears away. And I said, God did not put me in this house to take it away from me. And it was like that moment of grace where literally my higher self and that, that intuitiveness just came through. And I said, I'm meant to be bigger than this, you know, half a million dollars of debt that we can't pay. I am meant to do something more. And with no college education, working from home at 30-something years old with three children, I mean, I was really like, what am I going to do? And that's where the journey began. And I picked up, um, I went to a master class with Eckhart Tolle, and I became fascinated with personal development, and I learned how to turn my life around from the inside out. And we weren't making a penny more, but I was so uh, sure that something big was going to happen in my life and that I was growing into something that was very unique. And so I, I just, I, I was led to become a spiritual life coach and I decided I don't know really what this is all about, but this is what I'm doing and I'm excited about it. And I just was led by that, that, that spiritual feeling of enthusiasm and um, mm. that's what that's what got me here, you know. Really, oh, what a what an amazing, compelling story! And I know so many of our listeners can connect with that because they're relating it to their adversities in their lives. Maybe they're going through it right now. I think many people went through some major adversity back during that period. And and I also think a lot of our culture has identified with the material for quite some time. And and I, I think that there's been a little bit of a shedding and a detoxing of the the power that we've allowed that. And, you know, I love how you were able to take your, your faith and make it bigger than your fear. And I think a lot of people, they just don't know how to convert fear to faith. And so we're going to actually dig in a little bit deeper into uh, the the mindset, the, the skills that you developed in order to move you from the fear-based mindset to the faith-based mindset. And um, and, I, and I'm really looking forward to, to, to learning how you did that because it's such a strong, um, powerful force that guided you and led you, but you had to make the decision first. So it's time for a coffee break. I know many of you are are hanging on to every word as I am, uh, but definitely uh, keep it on, keep keep, keep the tuner on, and we'll be back after this coffee break. Hear the stories. Be motivated. Be inspired. Join us today. Voice America Influencers. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. The Greg Reed Show takes you behind the scenes with some of the most successful entrepreneurs and influencers the world has to offer. Greg S. Reed is known as a master storyteller and a highly sought-after motivational keynote speaker. 
You'll learn that successes have their downsides and challenges as well. Find out how Greg and his guests have overcome these challenges to become some of the top influencers today. Listen to The Greg Reed Show, Mondays at 12 noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Influencers. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit VoiceAmerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Hear the stories. Be motivated. Be inspired. Join us today. Voice America Influencers. You are listening to Coffee with Christy. We'd love to hear from you today with your questions and comments. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. If you'd rather ask or comment by email, send them to christydryling at att.net. Now, Back to Coffee with Christy. And we're back. (laughs) I would like just for everyone just to pause for a moment and just pay gratitude to someone in your life right now. Yeah, I know that you're, you're probably on the highway, you're at work, working, wherever you are. Just pay a moment of gratitude and fill your heart up with love and compassion and let's spread that energy outward. Sometimes we get so busy in our day, we forget to do that. And that's the good stuff. That's really what life, you know, life is meant to be lived like that. So Anna Gaspari is uh, the founder and CEO of The Spiritual Grind. And what I love most about Anna, she's always this force of good she's constantly just just working on growing herself and sharing what she knows and what she's learned through her spiritual practices and helping others to apply it in you know practically in their in their businesses in their lives so can you share with us what some of the steps were that you you took in order to take you from that depression and that fear to where you are today and doing something great with that adversity you overcame Yes, absolutely. So I think the first step um, when I decided that I didn't want to follow in that, you know, in in that role that I saw my mother and I I, I just knew no one was going to save me but me, you know, and I think that's the first thing is to recognize that you really are your, your own hero and you really are your own savior, and no one's going to save you from whatever those things are that are holding you back in life and that you are bigger than any of those obstacles that you're going through and that it's just a guidance system to expand your capacity. You know, you have the capacity to be so much bigger. I don't even like the word potential anymore because potential kind of means like it only goes so far we have this amazing capacity. And so for me, that first step was just understanding that I needed um, to save myself. 
and that I was going to take responsibility. And responsibility, I break that down, is just responding with ability. And so when we choose, we really can choose a different way. We really can choose um, when something outside of yourself is making you sad enough to get depressed, right? I want you to know that you really do have the power to choose again. And for me, it was about getting quiet. It was about becoming becoming aware of my strength and understanding that when we choose fear, we're relying on our own strength, not the higher self strength, not the divine strength, not the strength that we were all brought into this world with, which is we're supported, you know, by God and the universe and something so much more powerful than us. And so when we choose struggle because it is really truly a choice. And I know some people are going to want to punch me in the throat for saying that, but we do choose struggle. And it's funny because there was about four years ago, I was really struggling. I was really, really struggling. And I was, went into that dark place again. And I just had this again, coming to Jesus moment where I was standing right next to my bed and I just was like screaming, like, what do you want from me? Like, I was mad. I was mad at God. I was like, what do you want from me? Like, what am I doing? And all of a sudden, like, I just kept hearing this voice saying, you're choosing to struggle, let go, let go. So I surrendered the struggle a few times in my life, right? So surrendering is so important. And... If you feel like you're continuing to struggle, surrender some more. It is really, really is the key. It's surrender and give it and give it away and allow the universe to take your mess and recirculate it and re-energize it for the good um, of all humanity and create it into a message for yourself. And so for me, I decided at that moment, you know what? I am going to turn this around and I am going to be a success and I am going to tell this story and I'm going to help people. It was that decision. And I'm going, patience is a virtue. But every single day, the reason why I really um, trademarked the spiritual grind was because it is a grind and it's a daily grind and it's that spiritual warfare from your head to your heart, right? The 18-inch journey. And so what I in love with was understanding the difference, right? This, this, we have this shadow self, right? The ego mind, and then we have our higher self. And so there's two parts of us. And so every day you either are listening to your lower self or your higher self, and your lower self is always there reminding you of your failures and your weaknesses. And it's kind of like that little bratty girl that's like, na 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 you know, like you really can't do it. <laughs> And, you know, and we get to choose, are we going to listen to that higher self? And so for me, it was just a daily choice. And, it, and so I think because I'm such a visionary as well, I tend to look at the big picture 
and I get caught up because I'm like, I'm not, you know, I'm always in the air. I'm always floating, you know, and it's hard to get me grounded. It's hard to get me down on this earth because I'm really not of this earth, you know. Um, I'm like in this world and I feel sometimes like I don't belong here. And so it's hard to get me grounded and focused and, and coming down. And that's where meditation and getting into my body um, really, really helps me. It helps me to get quiet and to get grounded. And so if any of you have not tapped into that, and I hear this on a daily basis, people are just not, they're afraid of meditation. They keep telling me they can't do it. It, it really is just getting quiet. Your brain cannot shut off. So thank God your brain cannot shut off. But just take it day by day and minute by minute. So if you just get to do that for two minutes a day and then work your way up to five minutes and then ten minutes, you're golden. Um, And for me, it was a lot of getting quiet, a lot of um, protecting, you know, myself from the energies outside that were just a lot of noise and a lot of journaling, for me, that's what really got it, you know, what really helped me make the decisions on what I wanted and where I was supposed to go. Because a lot of times we do what we think others want us to do. And so if you have that experience in your life, be really grateful for it and just choose again. And so I just keep going back to that time that I worked for my father for eight and a half years and I was miserable and I was doing it for him. You know, and I was doing it for him, and I, I, I lived my life like that for so long, and I just kept walking down that same street and falling down that same hole mm. until I really took responsibility, until I said, this isn't about me any longer. This is about the world, and I took it outside of myself and wanted to be the difference for the world. Because this is the wake-up call for all of us, and that's what my mission is. My mission is truly to help awaken uh, the souls of as many people as I can. Well, you are definitely doing that, gorgeous. As you were as you were sharing your story, it, it reminded me when I w- went through my really difficult time. My my business. Uh, mm-hmm. was producing about $50 million a year. I uh, had someone say something to me that, that it was someone I cared about. And it, it, it was literally, it was spoke, um, the words cut me like a knife. And that wasn't their intention. They had no idea that that's, mm-hmm. that was what was happening. Um, but it hurt so deep. I went home. And I let it paralyze me uh, because I had this belief that I would con- I would always be speaking into people. I would be, you know, speaking um, to thousands and millions and speaking into them. And and uh, <clears throat> during <clears throat> excuse me during that process, I had um, tre- you know I was on the wrong energy frequency. The wrong people came into my life, fine or the right people, which we'll go into that here in a second. Um, that that uh, were guiding me financially and guided me incorrectly, and mm-hmm. I found myself uh, completely in this depression. Lost, literally, I shared earlier with my my first speaker, two hundred fifty thousand dollars in tax debt. 
I had liens thrown on everything, uh, and my business went from fifty million to twenty million a year. And a lot of people are like, "Well, wow, Christy, I feel sorry for you, you big baby." But it wasn't about mm-hmm. that for me. It was there. There were people that were leaving. You know, um, my business partnership, and I remember being on the elliptical that day. This one day, about a year into it, and I heard this voice, and and the voice just basically said, "Are you having fun?" And I remember thinking, well, no. Uh. And, I, and I remember hearing very clearly, if you don't get your act together, Missy, it's going uh-huh. to get worse. That you uh-huh. came here to do, you came here to do something big. You are being selfish and you are being just absolutely not the highest version of yourself and and it came in the the thought came to me in the form of a disease or something would happen to me an accident something and it scared the living daylights out of me and I remember saying okay I've got it together next day tomorrow is a new day and I don't care if I lose it all I don't care if I'm in my car living with my family I don't care I this is the the pain is too intense and uh, within literally three months it was all it was all back to normal because I changed the story I actually stopped living in the pain and the past and the abuse and the fear and said you know what I'm creating a new story and I went and rebuilt an entirely new business that is stronger oh. and bigger and better than anything I could have ever created before. And and we oftentimes don't even understand that and know that while we're going through hell, you just got to keep going through it. And that's what you've done. So I know many people uh, are wanting to know how they get in, can get in touch with you, Anna. Can you mm-hmm. share, you know, yeah. how they can know more about the spiritual grind? Yeah, so it's AnnaGasperi.com, and you can sign up for my free ebook, uh, Five Steps to Raising Your Vibration and, uh, you know, Killing Your Dreams, all of that stuff. So it's really, um, that's really it, and at the Spiritual Grind on Facebook. So, you know, I have a business page, and I have a closed group, and I'm always sharing. So I really appreciate uh, being on, and, you know, success is really being able to, uh, is being able to be aligned um, in in your truth and in your happiness, just like David said and just like you said. So, um, if you're not aligned, you know, then then your feelings are intuitive hits of that. So, if you're sad or depressed mm. or unhappy, just align yourself and choose again. Choose happiness. And plant yourself with people like Anna and David. That's the thing that, I mean, David said that very clearly on the last, on, on, on our uh, our call with him that, you know, he planted himself with great people, you know, and, yeah. and that's important. So Anna, how do you, how can, will you spell your first and last name for our listeners? Yes. A-N-N-A-G-A-S-P-A-R-I.com. Awesome. Well, go check Anna out. Anna, we're so grateful you're on our show today. Keep up with that spiritual grind and doing great shit. We love you. Thank you. Love you. Bye-bye. And that is a wrap for today's Coffee with Christy. I really hope you're enjoying uh, the shows. And, uh, you know, I love to know what you want to hear about. And, and if you have any questions, that's what I'm here for. And make sure you follow my pages on social media. I have an official Christy Dryling page on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And, of course, you can find me at ChristyDryling.com. I'll see you next Monday and fill your cup up with goodness on Coffee with Christy. 
thank you for joining Christy Dryling for this week's Coffee with Christy. We hope you'll tune in again next Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Same time next week. 